Two friends taking pictures of the rising full moon on a summer night. Two teenage kids doing what teenage kids do. When a stranger with a gun and a death wish changed everything. It was violent, it was senseless, and I will never understand it, I will never accept it. I'm Amy Donaldson, and unfortunately, we're all too familiar with stories about how violence shatters lives. But what we rarely see is how they are rebuilt. In a new podcast, The Letter, we relive tragedy, but only so we can hear the rest of the story. The struggle to reclaim lives, the realities of grief, and the possibilities of forgiveness. I believe in miracles. Sometimes I thought, there are no miracles. Yeah, there are, and this is a big one. Follow The Letter at theletterpodcast.com or wherever you get your podcasts. Inside Sources. Inside Sources. Inside Sources. Where KSL offers Utah deeper insights on the news. Host Boyd Matheson divides rage from reason and elevates the conversation on issues crucial to our community. On KSL News Radio 102.7 FM and 1160 AM. A lot of people continue to be on edge about possible Russia, Ukraine uh, battles, Russia uh, invading Ukraine especially as uh, thousands of American troops are on their way to the region, not into Ukraine, to be very clear, and uh, not to fight uh, that part of it, to support uh, NATO allies and and interests there. And the question then becomes, where are we really? What of this uh, is imminent threat, uh, which even the White House has begun to back away from? Uh, while there are other reports uh, coming out today that uh, some are saying that uh, Russia will do some sort of a false flag of, of fake uh, an attack from Ukraine into Russia that would give them uh, the uh, the opportunity to then uh, go to full battle and move in. Uh, there's a lot of ideas. There's a lot of positioning. There's a lot of posturing going on. Let's get past the headlines. Let's begin. Think you know the news of the day. Think again. So as we look to continue to break this down, Utah Senator Mitt Romney sat down with the Washington Post today shortly after he had been briefed on the situation in Ukraine. He shared some insight uh, from the late Senator John McCain about the country of Russia. John McCain used to say that, that Russia was a gas station parading as a country. They want to change that. And so you can expect Vladimir Putin to continue to take aggressive action, one, to strengthen his hand, and number two, to weaken ours. Okay, so Russia, uh, a gas station parading as a country. Uh, And obviously they are leveraging their ability to have natural resources, energy, gas, natural gas uh, and oil that are very desperately needed uh, for Germany and for others in the region. And so that's what Vladimir Putin is clearly trying to do to strengthen Russia and its positioning against what uh, they think is a weakening West. And they want to weaken the West further, cause a lot of division now, this was interesting. Uh, Senator Romney praised President Biden for sending troops to the area, and he talked about why uh, he thinks we are not going to war. I think it's important to point out we're not going to go to war with Russia. Uh, we're not going to uh, enter into a, a battle. I mean, uh, sending over 3,000 or 5,000 or 10,000 troops uh, is not going to be uh, in any way sufficient to, to go uh, go into war with a, a, a superpower uh, uh, or a major power, Russia, uh, on, on their continent. That's not going to happen. But sending those troops, as the president has done, sends a message to our allies. 
it says to our allies, we care. We are there for NATO. This is important to us. It also sends a message to, to Russia that we are united as NATO and that we will stand with our NATO allies. We will stand by the commitments we've made to NATO. I think that was an important uh, observation by Senator Romney that uh, this is a uh, as much of a message to our NATO allies, uh, many who came out of Afghanistan and that withdraw uh, a little shaken in their confidence and their trust in America and what the United States will do when there is conflict or challenges around the world. And so clearly sending those troops uh, is a signal to NATO that we're going to keep those commitments, that we're going to stand by our allies there. And as the senator pointed out, also important that Russia understands uh, that we are committed to our, our NATO allies. Now, Senator Romney also talked about uh, in his meeting, again, this was a meeting he uh, had, an interview with the Washington Post, just after he'd received a, a briefing on Ukraine and Russia and what's going on. Uh, he talked about why America has involved itself around the globe. Really important. The reason we're involved in the world, the reason we have troops all over the world, uh, the reason that we uh, are engaged around the world is in our own interest. We don't just do this because we, we care about everybody in the world, though we do. We care about America. And, uh, you know, I used to laugh at the phrase America first. It's been America first uh, for the last 75 years. We've been involved in the world, investing in the world to try and keep the world peaceful and to make it a place where we're able to sell goods and services so that our people can do well financially. So it is putting that America first. And, and of course, uh, we have to be involved in the world because of our own interests, not necessarily anyone else's interests. Uh, and as Senator pointed out, that it is about the economy and products and flow of goods and services. Uh, Senator Romney concluded with a really interesting point uh, about how much the world has changed in recent decades and why we need allies around the world in order to achieve our goals. There's a perception, I think, that a lot of us have that are a little older, that somehow what America wants, we ought to be able just to ask for and, and everybody will fall in line. But the world is different than it was in the 1960s. In 1960, the U.S. was responsible for 40% of the economy of the entire world. Today, it's 24%. And for us to have the capacity to, if you will, get nations like Russia and China to abide by the rules of the international order, uh, we really do need to link arms with other economies in the world, uh, and, and whether those are economies in the East uh, or whether they're economies in Europe or, or Latin America, it, it is important for us to have a, a collaborative response. And so whether you're concerned about Russia or concerned about China or any other malevolent actor, it's important for us to be aligned with our friends because that gives us more clout and makes, us, makes it more likely people will take what we have to say more seriously. Uh, fascinating insight there from Senator Romney. And uh, I want to go back to this point that he made in terms of linking arms, uh, having these strategic allies and alliances, that things are just different now. I mean, it used to be that we just had to think of Russia and uh, those in that space as being behind the Iron Curtain. We didn't have to really deal with them in that kind of way. They were just the enemy and they were behind the Iron Curtain. And so that's the way it was. Uh, but now there is so much trade uh, that goes on between these nations that uh, you can't think of it in those terms anymore. And in particular, I mean, the U.S. has imported oil from Russia. Uh, we know that Germany is and Europe are definitely dependent on a lot of that oil and natural gas. Uh, and so while you still have these enemies on on certain fronts, 
uh, as it comes to human rights or religious persecution or freedom in general, freedom of the press, uh, you also have to interact. And while you can compete on a whole host of things, you, you got to partner on a whole host of things as well. I've often used the example of when you look at Russia and China. Uh, obviously, we have major issues going on with both of those countries right now. And and we also need to be able to work with those countries in order to deal with places like North Korea, uh, because nothing's going to be resolved in North Korea unless the United States, China and Russia are all on board together. Uh, and so I think those interests are, are really important for us to, to look at. And I think Senator Romney uh, framed some of those so critically. We also need to remember the game that Vladimir Putin is playing. Uh, if he can sow the discord amongst NATO, create that division and that distraction, uh, if he can also make sure that uh, he can continue to do disinformation, to have uh, that kind of political instability in other places, all of that is very helpful for Vladimir Putin at home. And if it is uh, Russia against the world, uh, he's more likely to be able to unite his people uh, in uh, taking some of those actions. And so it's a fascinating thing to continue to look at. There's much beyond the headlines that we have to look at in terms of this relationship, the complexities of it. Uh, I think the senator got it right. I don't think we are on uh, the verge of war there. I think Vladimir Putin is trying to win a very small ball approach uh, to getting what he wants to destabilize the region, draw, drive wedges in NATO and those alliances so that he can be better positioned to pursue his own interests. Much to think about. Think again with Lloyd Matheson on KSL News Radio. I'm Dave Cauley, investigative journalist and host of the podcast Cold. In October of 1985, a woman named Cherie Warren left work at a busy Salt Lake City office. To meet her estranged husband at a downtown auto dealership. She never made it home. Cherie's car surfaced weeks later in Las Vegas. In the parking lot of a hotel casino. No one knows how it got there. Strange. It was strange. Both Cherie's estranged husband and her boyfriend raised suspicion for investigators. I kind of thought that he might have done something. But no arrests were ever made. In Cold Season 3, we dig into double lives, make new connections in the case, and examine the difficulty raised by reasonable doubt. We want answers just as much as anyone else. They have creeps like that now, too, so nothing's changed. That's the new Cold Season 3, The Search for Cherie. Now available anywhere you get your podcasts.